You are listening to Stuart Pink. Stuart Pink. Stuart Pink. Stuart Pink. Often Stuart Pink. On the Strictly Speaking Podcast. Yes, it is. And joining me on the Strictly Speaking podcast is an Essex-based singer-songwriter, a local legend, and I have to say, a man who, judging by his Spotify and social media profiles, has exquisite taste in hats. It's Frankie Peroni. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Stuart. You haven't even seen my hat collection yet. <laughs> I do have a massive hat collection. <laughs> <laughs> I've, just, so, yeah. I've seen the Spotify one and the one on Facebook, and I was like, wow, that's yeah, well, next level. We always have hat parties when people come around to my place. We've got to try on 200 hats. <laughs> 200 hats, 200 selfies. You're sporting a hat right now, keeping it low-key yeah. for today. Yeah, it's very low-key. <laughs> <laughs> I have got a cowboy hat. I was thinking of wearing it. I thought, no, better not. <laughs> <laughs> not for the first one. You know, but no, maybe next time. Ease my yeah. way into that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Um, I know you're a bit of a local star these days in the papers and everything lately, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, basically because of long lost families that, that I was on, I was tracked down by someone on there. So, uh, yeah, I've been on quite a lot of things lately, interviews, and and I'm going on TV next week. Yeah, so you've done more interviews than I have now. <laughs> 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 um, we will talk all about your music and stuff as well, because you've got some great songs out. I've just been discovering your stuff. Um, but before we do, tell us a little bit about um, before Lost Families and stuff and your upbringing and how, how you kind of music became a part of your life. Uh, really? Right. So my 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 time of, for music was basically the early 70s. That's when I was really into it. I mean, it, I remember buying um, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon in 1973 and coming home on the bus with it taking it out of the inner sleeve, reading all about it. And I've got to be honest with you, that album has stuck with me all through my life. It's it's a timeless album. It, it's just beautiful. Yeah. You know, that could have been recorded yesterday because it, you play it now and you think, wow, they did that in 1972, 73, you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, then I really got into rock music a lot, like ACDC and stuff like that and Early Queen. I love Early Queen. Um, uh, and my mate used to work in the Roundhouse in Dagenham. And he... He would see some of the greatest bands down there, Genesis, Pink Floyd, uh, Queen. Uh, he, he once brought me Phil Lynott's uh, broken bass guitar string from Thin Lizzy. He once gave oh, me wow. that. And I've lost it. I don't know where it is. Oh, no. Phil Lynott's broken bass guitar string. He used to bring me little things like that, and that's my mate, Jerry Millard. I bet and, it still uh, sounded good, even though it was broken. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just those little prestigious things. And um, so... After that, that period, I, I, I got really, really into punk music. The beginning of punk music, we used to spend our whole time in London. and uh, But I'd already started writing songs when I was 13. Um, and I didn't start recording until I was about 21, you know, I started recording songs. But my, my, my upbringing before that was basically in foster care. You know, I was all over the place. My mum was very ill. Uh, it's a very parallel life to the, the brother, half-brother who tracked me down on Long Lost Families. Who had a you know a terrible upbringing in uh in in children's homes? Yeah. So so going back to that kind of time, um, do you did you, I guess music for you was it, was it a sort of a, a solace and something you could kind of escape into? Yeah, when, when I first discovered music, I mean, I, it was long before that, obviously, because in the early sixties when I was at home, when I I used to put, my mum had a little small record collection, and all she had in it was things like. The Beatles singles, all the, all the big ones, you know, like She Loves You and all that, and I Want to Hold Your Hand. 
Yeah. And then some Patsy Klein and stuff like that. And I just used to play the A's, the B's all the time, the A, B, A sides, B sides. And I just couldn't get enough of it. And I just love pop music, to be honest with you, and rock music. I like a good tune. And you don't even have to categorise it. I like a good song. And it can be a heavy rock song or it can be a country song, you know what I mean? I just yeah. like good songs. And as a songwriter, I hear it from a songwriting point of view. I think, how do they put that middle eight in there? How do they do that, you know, that diminished chord? You know, I just hear it in a different <laughs> way sometimes, you know what I mean? You're breaking yeah. it down it must be kind of a curse though for a musician because i mean i i dabble you know there's a guitar here i can do yeah, a couple of chords that. um but i i just i, I bet you're better you underestimate you dabble a couple of chords yeah yeah I bet of... you're a rock star Stuart. yeah yeah i've just <laughs> featured on you know all the best albums that's what... <laughs> Even it's if not how many chords you know it's how good you play a minute <laughs> yes that's right but um, you know it's it can be a great um so it's just playing guitar you know just sitting there and chilling out and playing guitar is nice isn't it sometimes yeah even definitely if not, even if you're not great guitarist it doesn't matter so can you think back to the first time you kind of started to create your own music and and what what sort of yeah. stuff was you creating the first time you were making the own? first so- proper song i wrote and uh, it was called pretty girls in cotton dresses <laughs> when i think of the title now where did that come from Pretty girls in cotton dresses. It's very Beatles, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember it though. That's the thing. That's oh. the beauty. Of, that's the beauty. That was on the third thing. But the beauty of recording is that everything's. If, 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 if today you can record just live performance on the phone and keep it. I've got about two hundred videos on my phone that are just song ideas. I'll quickly pick up the phone and yeah. I'll, I'll call progression down. But back in the day, you have you to remember it. You couldn't do anything, you know. <laughs> There was no recording, so um, yeah, the first two hundred songs I wrote them never got recorded. They're lost to the to the history. It might just strike I've you in the middle of the night. Since. I've written twenty thousand since, so <laughs> made up for it. Yeah, you got a few, got a few to your name now. That's right. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm hoping that that original song will just strike you in the middle of the night one night. You wake yeah. up and go, "That was I've it." Got to rewrite that. <laughs> I've got to rewrite that one. I'm, I'm loving it now. Pretty girls in cotton dresses. <laughs> The next B-side, we'll, we'll have it. It's PC today, though. <laughs> 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 yeah. It may have had its time, should we just say that? Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, we'll talk a bit more about your music in a while, but th- tell us That's about it. the Long Lost Families. So um, how, how yeah. did all this come about? Well, it started off with a, with a basically a, uh, a snail mail letter in the post. And I've got it. And the first thing you think when you get something like that, is this is a scam, right? Yeah, yeah. Who wants some money? What's going on here? So, someone is trying to track you down. Are they? Do I owe anyone money? <laughs> Am I related to a Nigerian <laughs> prince? Hang on. <laughs> Do they work for Leonan Revenue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, it was quite quickly followed up with a physical phone call. So the person who, Ariel, her name was, she's one of the researchers, main researcher, and she phoned me up and said, and then I knew it wasn't a scam. And I was quite shocked, to be honest. And um, there is another answer to this, and I'll tell you in a minute. But, yeah, that was the beginning of it. And then uh, the next part of that was they had to arrange for Nikki Campbell. Uh, so it's Nick, Nikki Campbell and Davina McCall do the show. Obviously, you know that. I don't know if you watch it. I, I never watch it. Yeah, honest, I must I admit, I have not yet seen it. Um, so I, no, I never, I never watch it. <laughs> um, so You've seen your one, Nick, obviously. Nicky Campbell came round, obviously, and uh, he'd done the interview with me. And uh, from there, while they were doing that, 
in between this, I, I got I was talking to the producer on WhatsApp and I said, look, I know this is a bit of a request. I said, but I haven't seen my full blood brother for nearly 45 years. I can't track him down. I've been looking for him for about 20 odd. And oh, wow. they, they asked me a few questions. Where do you think he might be? I, thought, I think he might be in Manchester, if possible. Uh, do you know his second surname? I think it's his surname because obviously there's a bit of a mishmash of surnames in our family. <clears throat> so they basically found him in six weeks. And that's where any DNA. I mean, Paul and they found me via my DNA and my, my heritage. It was about wow. four years four years ago. My, my ex girlfriend bought me a little package as a birthday present, and yeah. it was a my heritage thing. And you have to put your DNA in it and then log it, and, and then it goes on the site. So it sat there for four years, and they found it after four years. So Incredible! That, but they found my full blood brother in six weeks without any DNA. I've got this incredible research team. Incredible, but. Yeah. The problem was they got in touch with my full blood brother and he thought it was a scam. <laughs> no, yeah, right. I guess what? He turned it down. No. To the point, to the, no, to the point where they gave him, no, sorry, they gave me his phone number. So we, he, he doesn't want to go on a show. He said something about being a scam. We said it's not. Okay. But once they given hit me his phone number and I rang him, and I told him, it's only a scam. It couldn't go on a show because it, it has to be real. It has The first time has to be real. It can't be, you can't have had contact with them. Yeah, because then so you've it, kind of broken the burst of bubble, really, haven't you? You've broken the burst of bubble. Yeah. So that, that was another answer to the story. But it's great because I've connected with my full brother as well. So I've got something else out of it as well. Amazing. So I guess by having that, that DNA test sort of four years ago, was, was this something that was always on your mind that you wanted to kind of reconnect with your I, I, I family and find know. out your roots? I didn't think much of it at the time. I did the DNA test, put the DNA in. I didn't think a lot of it. And eventually I forgot about it completely because I never even went on the site. But when I went back on the site after being contacted by long lost families, I had something like 300 cousins. (laughs) I can't get in touch with these people. There's too many of them, right? But I got in touch with some family in Malta, my my philandering father's family. And we're now in contact as well. Uh, They're my nieces, but they're the same age as me. It's really weird. Oh, wow. (laughs) It must be so strange to suddenly have all these family members you didn't know existed. No, but it's good. It's good. It's all good. I uh, love it. it. The Christmas card list has clearly grown. (laughs) I don't like cards. I do moon pig. I know it's costly, but I do moon pig. It's, it's yeah, simple, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, no, I, I can't imagine uh, what it must be like writing 300 Christmas cards. So um, better get started now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an incredible story. So you got to meet Paul? Got to meet Paul. We met up, uh, uh, they arranged a meeting. Uh, it was in Battle, Battlesbridge. I don't know if you know it, Battlesbridge. Uh, oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, we met up there. Uh, yeah, it was a good day, that. Yeah. He's a lot taller than me, but most people are. <laughs> so this is Paul Connolly, of course. Did he give you any any kind of boxing tips and stuff like that? Well, we went to the same boxing club in Repton. Uh, there's a lot of parallels in our lives. We went to the same school. We went to the same boxing club. I was crap at boxing. I mean, I, I got my nose broken and I left within a couple of weeks. I went to karate. I thought that's better karate. <laughs> that's but, a bit but safer, Paul, yeah. <laughs> but Paul was, he, he, he was going to be turning professional, but he fell off a roof. I've done all his arm intendants, uh, and that ended his boxing career basically. Um, wow. So yeah, he was going to say he was a really good boxer. He was a really good boxer. But yeah, so, I remember those days in Repsom Boxing Club. 
when you see the photos, and I will put a picture on the website of the two of you together, um, you, you do look strikingly similar. It's, it's quite evident that you're <laughs> related just looking at you two. But uh, what was it like meeting someone you hadn't seen for such a long time? Was there still similarities in your... Well, I haven't seen him at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen him at all. So. <laughs> yeah, not, the thing is, I get... When, from your from my own perspective, it's it's difficult. I can say what see why people think we're similar um, in, in looks. I mean, and, and all that because obviously we've got short hair and all that. And um, yeah, so I can see it. And a lot of people say we talk the same as well. Uh, well, probably because we're from the <laughs> East End, isn't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> we both Australian. Talk the same, wouldn't we? <laughs> you know I mean? Exactly. But yeah, I, uh, yeah, a lot of people say, "Yeah, I can't. I can't believe you two look similar." Like, you know, but the parallels are incredible of our lives. The parallels are just crazy. And when he told me on that program that he went to Bishop's Hall, that was a genuine shock. I had no idea he had gone to the same school as me. Uh, you know what I mean? Not that, that I went there for long. That is I, incredible. I it last three years, I think. Yeah, I bunked it. You know. So, so all this time you were in literally the same school together, but you didn't know you were related. No, didn't know each other. Didn't know it's related. <laughs> He's slightly younger than me, so we wouldn't, we wouldn't have been in the same year because he's he's younger than me, but about two years younger. Yeah, I'm it's 63. Almost... I'm 63 this this week. Yeah. This it's week. This week, I think this week. Yeah, I am. Two days, I'm 63. Yeah. Oh, happy almost birthday! Still so you're going to get 300. Still 62. <laughs> I mean, you don't that. look two it. Days. I thought you were going to say 35. <laughs> no, hold on. I do have two ages. One of them's my dating age, and one of them's my real age. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. What's the go-to? What's what's the one you tell everyone? You've got to do it in the dating world, Stuart. You've got to do it in the dating world, seriously. They won't have it. Shame I a few put, years. I once, I once put my, my, my real photo, two weeks old photo, on one of the dating sites, and I got a couple of letters, messages, saying, mate, if you're going to put photos on, put put recent ones on, because I had my real age on there at the time. <laughs> but that is a date. That's two weeks old. So what I did is I took my profile off there, and changed my age. Took ten years off it. Exactly. <laughs> so you look that age, you know, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's sound advice for anyone on on dating advice. Uh, that's, that's the only way to I've do it. More, I've got a lot more dating advice. We'll do that on another show. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie Peroni's dating tips. Um, should have a word with Paddy Beginnis to get you on that show. Um, yeah, is that what yeah. he does? Oh. What's that? What's that one he does? Um, is it oh blind? no, not to, not to take it. You're not talking about the television one. Take that's it. Take me out. Take, it, it? take me out or something. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> take him out. <laughs> take, take him that's out. Ross Kemp. That one. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. It's back to your music. You, you um, after all this. I mean, this must have inspired a lot of creativity in you. Um, this whole journey and, and discovering all of this about your life. Yeah, yeah. Because I wrote a song about that during during the, the procedure. It, the whole thing took about a year. From them coming here to Westcliff to film me, to arranging it, to get it all up, probably took, before it got aired, would have been about a year, I think, almost a year, yeah. So, yeah, in between that time, obviously, I'd written a song called Share My Blood, which um, was about, you know, my life and Paul's, really. Uh, so, yeah, but I haven't written more songs about it because I don't want people to get bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> album no, about it. no, I've written a whole album about it. <laughs> a full double side um LP on the whole. Yeah. <laughs> the long lost record. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean you could you could uh, no but I did listen to that track. Um I heard it the other day. Uh, it's 
it really is, does sort of resonate with anyone who's got siblings. Um, but I, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've been through anything like this, I have a um, an uncle who who recently discovered some family, and it's it's the same sort of thing for the rest of the family. It's fascinating to think, oh wow, it must must be such a kind of um, yeah, yeah. A it's big a hell thing. of an experience. I've got to be honest, it is a hell of an experience. Yeah, definitely. Very it's always, always good to have music um, that kind of captures those experiences in life because I always think you listen to music to help you through your life. So I know you... that you're a rock fan, aren't you? Uh, yes, big time. I researched yeah. you. <laughs> I researched ah, you. Well done. <laughs> Did you, I hope you didn't find all the you got a show. You've got a rock show on, haven't you? I think you've got a rock show on South End, haven't you? Absolutely, this... yeah. The As Yet Untitled Rock Show. We love a bit of rock and roll. Um, yeah. All sorts of, sort of vibes of rock. Um, yeah, I'm a big Queen fan myself. Um, and I was pleased to hear you say you're a Pink Floyd fan. Uh, of course, with the surname, we're, we're, we're like a bit of Pink Floyd. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, so you play the guitar and all that. Um, I saw you had a mandolin down there. Yeah, I don't play that mandolin. That's, that's for show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got, got quite a few guitars. One of my pride and joys is the Gibson uh, 1965, that is. Um, the guy told me it was one of the tremolos, but without the providence, I don't believe it. Yeah. Oh, this belonged to Jimi Hendrix, did it? Oh, really? Which was oh. a letter, says it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, people say to sell it to you. Yeah, this belonged to Fingy. You know, oh, did it? Yeah. No, but it's, it's a 1965 Gibson. I love that. I really love it. But yeah, oh, I nice. love my guitars. I do. I've got a software guitar as well. That's beautiful. I've not heard of that one. A software guitar. Yeah, so basically it emulates any, you know, a Les Paul. A, 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 um, oh. It's just like a normal guitar, but it's software oh, yeah. guitar. And... But a flick of a button, you can turn it into a Fender. Um, oh, wow. And here you can turn it into an open tuning as well. It's an incredible piece of kit. That and I use awesome. that for recording. It looks like a Fender, and it's also got the pickups off a Gibson, so you can kind yeah. of uh, yeah. It's an incredible switch. piece of kit. Yeah, I love it. There's so a lot of technology guitar. out there now for guitars you would not believe. It's incredible. We're really going to have to meet up and have a rock out some point soon. Um, yeah, I'll... you can come around to the studio. This is the studio. <laughs> Actually, this is it. This is where it happens. So do you record all your, your own music from, from here? Yeah, from this studio, yeah. I mean, I used to have a complete hardware studio in my other house, but um, things have gone virtual now, as you know, and everything, every bit of kit I've got is, is virtual, apart from the guitars and the keyboards. You know, everything's virtual. And I also make a lot of video. Um, I'm currently working with a, um, a local artist called David Woodcock. I don't know if you heard of him. He, 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 he headlines a lot of venues in, in all around the South End area. And he's, he's bringing out an LP, a, a single called Guilt Tripper. So I'm going to be doing the video for that, which he's releasing on his EP, DW40. So I like to work with other artists as well. Um, as well, when I get time for myself, I like to work with other vocalists as well. So I like to guest vocalists on my tracks. Yeah. Because uh, they'll get bored hearing me all the time. <laughs> and also... <laughs> I've only just started gigging around here. I've only just started going live, you know, going around playing at open mics and that, uh, play at the Craftsman on Hamlet Court Road a lot. Uh, so I like that. That's nice. That's a good thing to do as well. So, yeah, I'm doing as much in music as I possibly can, actually. You're allowed yeah. to hear it. So the Craftsman, that's down Hamlet Court Road. Hamlet Court Road, that's right. Yeah, I play there every Thursday night where Joe Beer uh, hosts it. It's really good. It's, it's a really good night out, actually. Lovely. Oh, excellent. Come see you rocking out there. Um, yeah, and good. You're... come down any Thursday. Yeah, you're good. Keen to meet local singers then. So if I've got a good voice, I mean, obviously my voice is what my voice is. Uh, we're only, I'm born with what I've got. Um, you, I don't uh, know if you sing though, have I yet? Oh, I'll oh, wait till Christmas. Oh, wait till Christmas. I <laughs> <laughs> um, a Christmas song. <laughs> I sent that into the BBC two years ago, this Christmas song that I wrote. And they've, 
they didn't play it that year. They played they played it the following year. <laughs> oh. A year after I'd sent it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't rush, guys. You know, when, when you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been lucky. <laughs> I think we should read a Christmas song as well. That's everyone's got to have a go at a Christmas song. It's not easy. Oh, you've got to write one Christmas song, yeah. That mine's very cheesy, but it's got everything in it. Yeah. It's got everything in it. <laughs> I did a long interview with uh, Rob Jelly before he played it, and he said it's it's so British this song. It's so British. Everything in it's so British. <laughs> <laughs> did it but, topple yeah. topple cliff off the chart or? Um... It didn't get in a chart. Oh, I wanted, oh. well, I, 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 I prefer it if it got on a Christmas compilation. Can you imagine? That came out every year. It'd give yeah. it a better royalties, right? That's how you do it, isn't it? Just keep rolling around. It needs to around. get on a Christmas compilation. That's what it needs to get on. To Have a money. chat with Slade and Wizard. And, and <laughs> <laughs> oh, two of my favourite Christmas songs. I love, I love Wizard's one. It's one of my favourites. Oh, it is. It's all every time. I mean, I feel a bit sorry for them. They're kind of like, tight cast of christmas they have got a couple of great songs that oh, people don't yeah, really I mean, play See my baby jive was incredible that song yes <laughs> no 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 roy wood was, is a legend he's a legendary uh musician and songwriter yeah absolutely so back to your studio then so do you when you say you work with other artists and stuff are you looking for people to come and get in touch with you to uh to bring I mean, their I, talents I, to your music yeah i mean I, i'd like good vocalists yeah i mean good Good vocalists, absolutely, all the time, because they inspire you to write. Once you hear their voice, um, you think, oh, I could write something for you. You can't, you, you probably haven't got anything already written, but they inspire you to write something for them. So, yeah, I'm working with another vocalist at the moment, Lucy J. So she's got a single coming out uh, on Lumpy Gravy Records, my my label, Lumpy Gravy Records. So she's got, a, I'm just saying she note, yeah, she's got a single coming out. So, uh, yeah, that's what I've got upcoming. And I've got a couple of songs that I'm going to be putting out soon as well. So, and I've got a second album coming up, probably about December or January. Oh, so, yeah, wonderful! I've got, got a any... lot of stuff, a lot of stuff because I'm I'm on I'm on all the streaming platforms, as you know, like Spotify, iTunes, and all that. And I'm, I'm all over social media because you have to be, you have to be on Facebook, TikTok, Insta. You know, all the kids are on Insta, all the old people are on Facebook. That's how it works. <laughs> I only found that out recently when I went to Asia for a month. I, I toured around Vietnam and Japan and all that, and every young person backpacking, I say, you're on Facebook. Oh, Facebook, that's for old people, isn't it? <laughs> what is it? Oh, oh, I said, I'm not on it. No, I'm not on it either. I'm on, I'm on Insta. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just about keeping up with them, to be honest. I joined you know. it. The, fact that we were, the funny thing is I joined Facebook the week it, was, it came online, the very week it came online. There was no one on it. I got bored, so I came off it. And then, like two years later, boom! I should have kept my the world. The world's <laughs> on it. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. Um, so we can see you performing down at the Craftsman on Thursdays um, at Hamlet Court Road. That's lovely. We can catch you on the Long Lost Families. I presume that's still on. Um, yeah, that is. The that, there's a lot of them, so I better tell you which one it is. It's season thirteen. Unlucky for some. Uh, episode one. <laughs> episode one. I could get a season opener. Go. Look at that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, brilliant. And what sort of stuff you got for us to look forward to in your in your album when it comes out in December? Um, what what are you packing? What surprises are you packing? What what, what are my songs about? What are they yeah, about? what sort of vibe is your music? Are we still oh, sticking to the kind of rocky kind of poppy stuff? Yeah, it's, it's it's kind of poppy rocky. It definitely is. I can't say I've changed it. I'm not I'm not going you know from the Beatles, please please me to the White Album yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're working up to that we're working up to 
next year. <laughs> next year, yeah. Change it all around next year. But yeah, it's good. I hope we have some guests on it as well. That'd be nice. Awesome. Watch this space. Frankie, you'll have to come back on when the album's about to drop and uh, and give us a rundown of all the tracks. Oh, yeah, I definitely will. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And maybe you'll play a few. That'd be good. Absolutely. Of course. Of course. Marvellous. Frankie, keep up the great work and um, we'll come and see you in the studio very soon. Lovely. For that rock out. It's been, and, um, been a fantastic hello. interview, Stuart. Thanks so much. Really My pleasure. Catch you soon then, yeah? See you soon. See you soon. Take care, brother. This podcast was brought to you by Southend City Radio. For more great podcasts and radio like this, visit southendcityradio.uk. 